0: Hello, hello again. Hello, hello.
1: (laughs) Um,
0: Just like the zombies, we are back from the topic that you thought was dead, but it's not. We have more.
1: We're beating a dead horse, except it's not a horse, and it's a zombie. (laughs) It's
0: it's not dead anymore.
1: Um, I don't really have much of an intro, because... (laughs) We've talked a lot these past few
0: episodes. I feel like you guys Uh, are probably completely sick of us.
1: Yeah. Um, And if we sound sad, it's because we are. (laughs) (laughs) If you have tuned in to episode 7 of The Last of Us, that's why.
0: I don't want to talk about it.
1: No. You'll see. That's all I'll say. You guys will figure it out on your own. If you haven't already.
0: I'm getting real sick of this show making me cry. The finale's
1: in like two, three weeks. Um,
0: it, it gets worse. <laughs> I, oh God, she's art. She's starting again. You know, I really, I really thought when I signed up for this, it was just going to be about zombies. And instead, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't, cause I'll start. Okay. I'm Kate, and I'm Jane, and this is Creeps and Coffee. A show where we talk about the dark parts of the world around us. Cryptids, conspiracies, things that go bump in the night, and the crimes behind the scariest creatures of all, humans. Join us as we take a look at the stories sure to give you the creeps. Pull up a seat, grab a coffee,
1: and let's have a chat. We're going to
0: get into a couple
1: different topics today Mm -hmm. about zombies.
0: We've gone over history. We've gone over a little bit of pop culture.
1: It's gonna be everything else now.
0: Yeah, buckle up.
1: I've got lots of talking points.
0: Lots of talk.
1: Lots of talk to do, you know? English. Aren't you guys so excited? So yeah, I want to start off with uh, Caitlin. Do you think... Personally, you are prepared for a zombie apocalypse.
0: My answer is maybe. Okay. Maybe about me or about you? Maybe for me. I might survive
1: if I toughen up.
0: My rebuttal question for you is do you think I am prepared for a zombie apocalypse? No. Correct. I'm glad we're on the same page. Um, My hypothesis Mm
1: -hmm.
0: has always been and will always be. Because obviously, Jamie and I have been friends for a long time. We've Mm -hmm. been planning... We've been preparing for every possible situation for about seventeen years now. Mm-hmm. We've had lots of conversations about this. I am quite confident that should a zombie apocalypse start, mm-hmm. I would just kill myself it's... and hear me out. It's not like oh, I'd be so depressed if the world was ending. No, it's because i don't want to I don't want to deal with that. I don't see any point in living in a world that is so terrifying. And there's like no escape. There's no like you don't find any solace in anything. I would just rather be like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna take the positive, and I'm gonna be done.
1: She thought that was very funny. You killing yourself is hilarious.
0: It really is. (laughs) Have we told you guys about the time Jamie don't talk about the life
1: incident? Oh,
0: yeah, the life incident. So we're playing a game of life, and I am a very competitive person, in case you guys haven't realized that from the debates that Jamie and I have had. And we have more. And, yeah. So we were counting our cash at the end of of the game, and Jamie may have beaten me. It's still up in the air. No, it was a win. (laughs) We'll see. Um, Anyway. So, she was very busy counting her money. And as we all know, Jamie's got a bit of a one-track mind. So, I had finished counting, and Jamie still had a pretty thick stack to go through. And what I said was, guess I'll just kill myself. As a joke, you know how I do. And what Jamie said was, man, I wish... (laughs) (laughs) in her mind that was that was her saying she wished she had as much money as she was counting yeah she could not understand why I was so offended by that until she took a minute to process what she had heard me say yeah I was like wait a minute no I'm sorry no no I have never let her forget it and I never will (laughs)
1: listen sometimes just words come out of my mouth it's my internal dialogue becoming external. <laughs> um That's fair. I will then did you have more to say
0: about No, I would just kill myself.
1: <laughs> okay. Interesting. Um I then ask, do you believe as a society that we would were prepared? No. No.
0: Did you see COVID?
1: Yeah, I'm hoping that we're more prepared now, but also if it's anything like the zombie movies and stuff it's it's not going to go well
0: i feel like people would turn on themselves so quickly and i mean yeah. like it's it's just like the divide we saw with covid people are going to deny things people are going to be real assholes about it and that's why society as a whole is not prepared for stuff like that
1: i also had a a point here that also it might just be better if mother nature took over because we're not doing amazing amazing things to the planet. Um we are not we're not doing amazing things to the planet. Um and at this point it might be like a natural reset button. Uh and as much as i don't want to die, that might be a good thing.
0: I, I think it's for nature, fair.
1: for earth itself, for animals. Mhm. for climate change. Yeah. Like zombies I, don't emit.
0: <laughs> maybe zombies What's are it? like, zombies are like cows, where every time they fart, they just oh emit God. like C O two.
1: Well, in that case, that is an issue, and <laughs> never mind. I retract said statement. <laughs> um,
0: Wouldn't that be the ultimate fuck you for Mother Nature? Like, oh, you're gonna treat me like this? Have zombies.
1: Well, that's kind of listen. It's possible. I know um, it is. And I'm actually... I can jump into that. Uh, Go the, for it. There are scientists who are very nervous. Uh, n- just IRL. Nervous. This isn't a movie, by the way. Real scientists are mm-hmm. panicking because the permafrost is thawing. Mm. And it has never done that before. And To the extent con- that it's... Yeah, um, yeah. Especially not when humans were alive. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is a concern because it has... Diseases and viruses Frozen in the ice That we have never experienced before We don't Mm -hmm. even know about it We haven't studied it Because it's all been frozen Mm -hmm. So if it continues With climate change and global warming If it continues to melt these things We don't know It is coming It is 100% possible That a disease Or a virus Or something gets transmitted And we have nothing to stop it We have no way to fight it
0: no. When I think about stuff like that, I think about, like, Planet Earth documentaries where they're talking about, like, um, like the ants that get that zombie fungus. I'm going to talk about that. Amazing. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'm sure there are similar circumstances, but what if there's a much more similar circumstance hidden in the permafrost? We'd never know. We have no reason to know until now.
1: Yeah. And, like, like you were saying before with COVID... We obviously Mm -hmm. were not prepared for that at all, Mm -hmm. Um, and if anything, I think we're less prepared now. We know the protocol and stuff, but like our health systems never like recovered
0: from it. No, they're still nurses are working triples.
1: Um, People are still struggling with homelessness. We are in a recession, like,
0: like the world. It's getting worse. (laughs) Yeah, and that's why we're doing so well. (laughs)
1: And that's something that, like, was a good point um, in The Last of Us. In the very first episode, the intro scene, they were talking about um, cordyceps and how, like, it's this type of fungus that we don't need to worry about um, because it would die if it was infecting a host with a higher body temperature. But we would need to be concerned if... The climate got a few degrees warmer.
0: <laughs>
1: Do you see where I'm heading with this?
0: Can you guys hear the panic in her voice right now? Um, hey, we're getting warmer. <laughs> panic. My favorite <laughs> thing about that is that that's not a bit. She's actually just panicking. Cause it's it's it could literally happen any day now. I get it.
1: My thoughts on that? Cause uh, it's. See, like that's so realistic.
0: This it's part of it's
1: basically true.
0: This part of the conversation is what always throws me into an existential crisis. Uh-huh. And I'm <laughs> the more I watch The Last of Us, the more I'm just like why is any of this happening?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Nothing matters, but everything matters also. Exactly. Did you see that they discovered 6 new galaxies? No. With that new I'm going to I'm going to include this. <laughs> um, this is a late intro. <laughs> the that new telescope f- uh, camera that they take pictures with? Sure. James Webb's Weber. Sure. Whatever the the new telescope thing that they take pictures with. The they Hubble? can take pictures. I don't know. It's like brand new like this year. Oh, I don't know. Um they've been able to take pictures of different things that are literally from the big bang because light travels at different speeds, right?
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: they're able to take pictures and learn about that stuff. They took pictures from that time. There's six undiscovered galaxies at the beginning of our galaxy. So they'd already existed. And this rewrites like the whole history of what like physicists were thinking because they were like we thought we were the first, but there were six more before us. Why are you doing this? And to me they're right like, now? "And that shouldn't be possible because that's after the Big Bang. And it's just like, "Oh my God, that's crazy.
0: I feel like a zombie right now. Like I hear Jamie tells me stuff about space all the time, and I hear it, and my brain is like, "Nope, you can't process that." Because it's You're... crazy to imagine. It is, and that's why my brain is like, "Nope, not, not for you.
1: Not uh, If then. it if it makes it more um understanding, a comment I saw on the uh article was oh, so we're just a late bloomer? <laughs> the Milky Way galaxy.
0: Aren't we all?
1: Yeah, I was like valid. Apparently we are. Um,
0: I don't that's why do you think there were zombies in the other galaxies? Probably. That'd be kinda cool. That's my intelligent response to that yes Do you thank think you there were zombies there
1: but yeah um i think every single day we get closer and closer and more likely uh to developing some sort of zombie apocalypse or apocalypse in general because let's be honest it could be artificial intelligence it could be aliens it could be zombies it could just be an economic collapse <laughs> i also wanted to ask would you consider? The, the guy who was eating people's faces when he was doing bath salts,
0: a zombie? No. Why? There's a difference between zombie and cannibal. That man was alive.
1: But his brain was messed up and he was eating human brains. Yeah,
0: but he wasn't, there were no signs of death and reanimation. He was just a cannibal. Would you consider, would you consider Jeffrey Dahmer a cannibal? Or, no, I'm going to kill myself. Yes, I do consider him a cannibal. Jamie, (laughs) would you consider someone like Jeffrey Dahmer a zombie? I guess not. Also, this wasn't a debate. It was just me asking a question. I know. But I'm prepared for debate at any point.
1: I'm ready. Okay, good. Don't worry. I have have debates for later, too.
0: But also, that guy that was on Bath Mm Salts. I think what people tend to forget, because I remember how, like... Sensationalized the media was when that happened, and like fair, that's a fucking wild thing to have happened.
1: Like what, twenty eleven?
0: Was it twenty eleven? Oh my god, Jamie. Twenty twelve, something
1: like that. I know. Don't say it. <laughs>
0: um, but it was so oversensationalized. Bath salts didn't make him eat someone. Like, I think people need to realize that. Like, I'm not saying do bath salts because obviously they're a terrible drug and you shouldn't do them. And Mm -hmm. clearly, that man was messed up. But there's been no other cases where Um, any sort of intoxication or like disruption of normal thought created by bath salts has led to someone eating another person or attempting to eat another person. That guy was just fucked up.
1: There's also a movie called Bath Salt Zombies in 2013. What do you say to that?
0: There's also a movie out now about Winnie the Pooh being a murderer. I am going
1: to see that. I cannot wait. It's going to be so bad.
0: (laughs) It is, but that's what I mean. Films are not really. (laughs) All
1: right. Fine. What are your thoughts on the Ebola crisis that started? I think it was in like 2013 or 2014. Because I remember when it first started, people were saying that it was zombies.
0: I'm not going to lie. At that point, because we were like, what, 13, 14? I was yeah. like, zombies are happening. This is it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we had just gone past 2012 when we were like, okay, the world is ending. And then people were like, now there's zombies. And I was like, of course there are. Yeah. I mean, again, th- it wasn't killing people and bringing them back to life. Was it a scary <sighs> virus? Absolutely. Was it zombifying people? No. You're such a (laughs) buzzkill. Do you see what I put up with? But,
1: like, wasn't one of the symptoms them, like, lethargically walking around or something and, like, unexplained bleeding and bruising?
0: Yeah, and I'm, like, I agree with you that they. you're
1: zombie-like.
0: I agree with that. They definitely looked zombie-ish. And I'll be the first to admit, I was like yeah, zombies are happening. This is it. Mm -hmm. But they're... they're, They weren't zombies. Okay. By that logic, when people dress up as zombies at, like, haunted houses, they're walking around all lithar... When I'm hungover, (laughs) I look like a zombie. (laughs) But that does not make me one.
1: What about your thoughts on the zombie in china video we've already discovered it's a hoax um but there was a video that went viral a couple months ago of a man um being declared dead and like has the sheet over him and he's like left alone in this ward and then he ends up like sitting up looking around and then like getting up and walking away and people were like zombie he came back from the dead am
0: i just, like, not online.
1: I've You've never... heard of chronically online? Caitlin is chronically offline.
0: <laughs> not guys. much of a
1: talking point. if You, don't. <laughs> you guys.
0: <laughs> okay. No, I think with stuff like that, obviously, I will admit that I haven't seen the video.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And as you said, it's been debunked. Yeah. But I think with stuff like that, I mean, there are stories of, like corpses sitting up and making sounds and whatever yeah like doing lively things Mm -hmm. but I think approaching it from a scientific standpoint like the muscles in the body do different things after death when they're relaxing and their like rigor mortis is setting in Mm -hmm. so there are lots of cases where bodies will like release gas it sounds like a moan because it's coming from the lungs where they'll like their muscles will twitch or get rigid and they'll like fully sit up that doesn't make it a zombie is it something that terrifies me absolutely can you imagine working in a morgue and having a body just like moan all of a sudden Ah uh, no exactly <laughs> But I and mean, this isn't
1: even a debate, but no. you're making sense. Um, but like, and I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: like, I just, I think, <laughs> I think human bodies are just so weird in general. <laughs> like, that makes sense? Just acknowledge that bodies are fucking weird. They're equally as weird after death.
1: I also heard that um, people who, like, chronically try to say that there is new zombie viruses in China like because mm-hmm. apparently that happens like every once in a while people <clears throat> will put out an article which again is usually usually a hoax I don't know, I can't confirm or deny any of these I um, can, but, it, they're okay, hoaxes <laughs> um, but people will do that a lot and it could also be um, racism
0: big time, look at stuff like, that xenophobia,
1: like a fear of Others, which, wrong. And, yeah,
0: exactly, with COVID. Yeah. Um, Like, it's...
1: Like, there were so many Asian hate crimes since COVID, and it's like, I'm sorry, did these individuals do this? No. No. Did they ask for this or plan for it?
0: No. No. No, I think more people need to discuss that, because I feel like even though, obviously, there were campaigns to mention it during covid and all of that stuff i feel like it wasn't addressed nearly as much as it should have been Mm -mm. and i think you're absolutely right stuff like you always hear oh it came out of china it's coming out of china so you can't trust it you can't like
1: yeah and that's just like okay you're just being racist at this
0: like if a disease is gonna happen it's gonna happen no matter where it's coming from
1: and also It's literally probably just because it's one of the most populated places. 100%. Not because of the people there, but because it's just more likely to transmit there. Mm -hmm. So then, uh, I will ask, since you didn't know about the other ones, do you know Mm -hmm. about the zombie pigs? I do, and I
0: actually have a lot to say about the zombie pigs. But I'll let you explain it first. Okay.
1: So, if you... Uh, aren't online. You may not know about zombie pigs. These... Why do I know <laughs> about this one? I don't know. So, I believe in August of 2022, um, a study was published from Yale University uh, saying how they were able to restore a significant amount of organ activity in pigs mm-hmm. that had died of cardiac arrest an hour before. <laughs> First of all, that is crazy. Um, This is what
0: I mean. Like, research on bodies is just fucking wild to me. (laughs) Whether it's animals or humans. I know I said human bodies are weird, but just bodies in general. But yeah, they
1: were using a device, like, almost like a heart-lung machine, if you know what that is. Mm. Um, And fluid containing the animal's blood, a bunch of different drugs, like coagulants. um, And the Yale team was able to... Restore some function, uh, including liver, kidney activity, heart contractions, um, and there were signs of their metabolism working. Genes were responsible for cellular, cellular repair, were active again. And they, so, like, that has
0: never happened
1: before in human that's history.
0: Just, that's so wild to me. Yeah. Like, I don't understand science, and I am the first to admit that I do not get any of it. Yeah. But I just think it's so cool. Well,
1: yeah, absolutely. Because well, hopefully this can yeah. be applied to humans in the future.
0: Would they be considered zombies? Exactly. And this is, this is the point that I wanted to bring up.
1: Okay, so, I have one
0: more thing. Go for it.
1: All right, I just wanted to say this, the Yale team were doing this by building on a study from 2019 where they had restored activity in the brains of pigs that had been slaughtered for food already. That in itself is nuts to me. And okay, your turn.
0: (laughs) But yeah, people were like zombie
1: pigs. It's happening.
0: Do they take the brain? I guess they would. Hey. Yeah. Sorry. Now I'm just thinking about. hmm, How pigs get
1: slaughtered. So, so so-called zombie pigs. They are not the eating brains infected type, but they are the. They're. Essentially, the reanimation of a corpse. Yeah.
0: Right. So. Get into it. (laughs) I will. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to be a buzzkill again.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> Jamie's like, okay, actually don't get into it. Yeah, oh. So I think what needs to be pointed out here is that okay, well, research isn't reanimating the pigs. Like, they're not... God, you're such a buzzkill. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Boring. Hear, me, hear me out, though, because I'm still going to talk about how good this stuff is. I think it needs to be noted, like I said they're not reanimating the pigs they're reanimating specific organs from the pigs and yeah that counts as like a certain level of zombification from what we've talked about but i think it's important to note that it's not like it's not like they're taking pigs that have been dead for a really long time and getting these like decayed parts and making them work again and bringing that pig back to life. They're taking, like Jamie said, like maybe an hour deceased um, hearts and lungs and brains and whatever the case may be. It's recently deceased, so still relatively viable um, as long as there's some sort of blood flow or oxygen source that's happening. And they're making those organs usable for donation and they're not going to be perfect because obviously they're not fully functional um but it's very different than like finding an old corpse that has been dead for years centuries whatever the case may be like people are afraid of with zombies and they're not turning those pigs back into pigs that are still pets that are going to live forever. It's not Pet cemetery, it's It's just organs. And I think that gives me the same argument as I had for Frankenstein. Why he's not a zombie is, yes, he has all of these parts, but he's not the reanimation of a specific corpse. Zombies aren't, <laughs> not that they're real, but they're not taking... Like, different pieces from different bodies and sticking it onto their own and whatever the case may be. They're the reanimation of one specific corpse. So if, by that logic, Frankenstein isn't a zombie, neither are the pigs. You know what I mean? But I like
1: my version. <laughs> I know you do. What is catchier? Pig organs able to be used for harvest and saving human lives in the future or
0: zombie pigs omg <laughs> if you ask me i just think it's a really cool research because oh, it is think it about is. what we can do like if you think about as bad as it sounds think about people who are like in a car accident who have like freshly passed away but they're organ donors maybe their organs are not perfectly viable but if we have the research to sort of reanimate those <laughs> integral organs We can save so many more people.
1: All jokes aside, it is pretty amazing.
0: Like, I just think that's really interesting. Yeah. I don't understand it at all, but I think it's so cool.
1: (laughs) Me with most things. (laughs) I don't get it, but that's great.
0: Anyway, that's all I had to say about that. Because I was like, zombie pigs are really cool, but if you're not reanimating the whole thing, then it's not a zombie. Mm-hmm. may i get into some debates now then oh, please do
1: you're probably just gonna um fly through them all <laughs> last time um so
0: i w- before we start i will say um jamie would not tell me what these debates were going to be because she didn't because want I me want to have an advantage w- exactly she didn't <laughs> want me to have the advantage of doing research so okay
1: so this one you just kind of threw as a throwaway comment in the first episode oh is jesus a zombie yes but is he actually? Yes. But with your logic, he's he's not the brain-eating, he's functioning as a
0: coherent human being. He'd be like a warm-bodies kind of zombie. Because it is but the then, complete reanimation of a corpse. But then what about vampires? No. I said...
1: If a vampire <laughs> is only sort of like a zombie Mm -hmm. isn't jesus not a zombie because he's just back to being a normal human being
0: i would say he's it's the same sort of thing where it's like same genus or same whatever i said fucking Mm -hmm. same shit different day (laughs) so then
1: if a person dies and i give them cpr and they come back to life are they a zombie no why are they not a
0: zombie but jesus is because um jesus was brought back to life by magic from his dad in the sky cpr <laughs> is a scientific tool used to actually pump life back into people all right there's no, i'll take there's it no, thank you there's no sky dad so, magic
1: uh, it's a different species of zombie.
0: Jesus, yes. But still yes. zombie. Yeah, Jesus. Yes.
1: Okay. <laughs> Jesus, we agree. Yeah. <laughs> so then, is a zombie a cryptid? Yes. Okay. We agree then. And I'm going <laughs> to... I thought you were going to me on that. And I will explain why for viewers cryptids are considered animals that cryptozoologists believe may exist somewhere in the wild but are not recognized by science. Fair.
0: Mm-hmm. We,
1: as humans, are animals by the way, and I have derived by monks In case you uh, guys didn't know that. I'm assuming I'm in monkeys, but I wrote Dude, monks. derived by
0: monks? <laughs>
1: derived by monks. A.K.A. homo sapiens who, what are a primate uh, who are a primate primate <laughs> homo, homo sapiens sapiens
0: Isn't there a new type of human? We are Homo sapiens sapiens.
1: Yeah, but there's like a new one. New type of Ah mm hmm September 14th, 2022 Homo Bodonisis. Yep. Bodonis. Mm. It is Ooh, they found it from the University of Winnipeg in Canada. Gross. Led a team of researchers analyzing fossils from Africa and Eurasia to precisely define this new species of our ancestor.
0: Boom, Homo
1: bodoensis.
0: I think she nailed that pronunciation. I did.
1: <laughs> well, that wasn't much of a date debate. Do you want to do that? that also, wasn't much hit? of a date. Or
0: nope. <laughs> it was a pretty. Sh- I on some pretty shit dates, but that one was, well,
1: not great. Uh. Do. You- Do you have
0: anything for Devil's Advocate?
1: Because I I don't really.
0: What was the question again?
1: Are zombies cryptids?
0: Oh. No, I think the only argument that I think people could make is a lot of cryptids are based in, like, mythology. Um, Hmm. But I think people don't necessarily take the time to research stuff like zombies and vampires because it's (laughs) so well-known. But if you look at it, there's a lot of We talked about in the first episode, there's a lot of, like, Greco-Roman mythology that mentions zombification and reanimation of the dead, so Mm -hmm. I think it fits in that category quite well. Um, It may not be, like, it's not, like, a specific area where they have, like, a zombie that roams around, like it would be with, like, Bigfoot or the Loch Ness Monster, but it's still a general, like, cryptozoological idea, you know what I mean? Okay. And I think, like... It's a good point you brought up, that they identify it as animal-like creatures. Yeah. Um, Because I think people get caught up in that being like, I don't know, like a monkey, or a serpent, or a squonk, (laughs) like that sort of... Not the squonk! But if you think about it, like, zombies are still, like Jamie said, they're humans, and humans are animals. And, and if Bigfoot can be sentient, why couldn't a zombie? Beautiful. Thank you.
1: I will then ask: Are some zombie or nope? Yep. Are some cryptids? Can they be considered zombies, such as a wendigo?
0: Mm, would that be
1: like a species of zombie?
0: I think that would fall under my species of zombie category because. Okay. I mean. It is dependent on the culture that it's coming from. Because, like, but, same with, like, the
1: Dagwanoan Yets. Yeah. They're the heads of... Yeah. I didn't spell it right, but I know how to say it still. <laughs> because they're, like, the heads that have come back to life.
0: Yeah. Um, so I think it's it's very much, like... <clears throat> it fits with the zombie lore in the sense <laughs> that, like... It's usually medicine men that are producing them or people using dark magic... Mm-hmm. Um, and that sort of uh, like mythical element of it. Mm-hmm. Saying that in the most respectful way possible, like yeah, I feel like I'm just interviewing you. <laughs> yeah, I, f- I feel like you are too.
1: Um,
0: <laughs> but I think it's it's still close enough to that definition of zombie where I'd be like, okay. Same branch, different tree. I'm going to see how many analogies I can cool. use yeah. to make the same point. There is also one, it's a Greek zombie, uh, mm. like cryptid, uh,
1: mm. or I guess, not cryptid, <clears throat> but like a myth, that's the mm. word. Uh, I don't know how to say it. I'm going to spell it and attempt to say it. Incredible. But it's straight up a, uh, it can be a whole different <laughs> thing. Um, it's V-R-Y-K-O-L-A-K-A-S. Vyrkolakas
0: <laughs> Spell it again V-R-Y
1: K-O-L A-K-A-S And apparently they come back from the dead because of like sacrilegious lives or being in, buried in like un un-cres- unsec unsec unsecred Unsacred. <laughs> Do you know what I'm trying to say? No unconsecrate unconsecrated grounds okay um a burial in unconsecrated grounds a, unconsecrated a
0: what? say burial one more time burial <laughs> when you said it before you said a burial a burial a burial it's actually more generally considered a vampire, a vampire. Well, I'm just, if we're gonna give the facts, we're Oh, no, wait, we
1: both fact. agree that vampires are like a form of zombies.
0: Yes, so this. <laughs> I don't this know why. I mean. Where she am gets, I being hostile? Where did she's it come from? so defensive all the time.
1: <laughs> Can aliens be zombies? They're not humans, but what if they're undead, flesh eating, brain eating, rotting corpses? Are, are they alien zombies?
0: Are they reanimated?
1: Yeah, but they're not humans.
0: Then they're zombies.
1: Okay. What if... No, I think we agree on that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This has been our easiest debates, I think.
0: (laughs) Well, because this is the thing. I think... Apparently, I have a lot more opinions on zombies than I thought I did. Um, I love it. The key point behind zombies isn't the fact that they're humans being reanimated. It's the fact that it's a reanimation of a corpse. So we could have bug zombies. I mean, look at Pet Cemetery. There's like... Mm-hmm. I use that as if it's like a scientific <laughs> reference to zombies. Actually. But you can, <laughs> you can have pets that are zombies. Think about like the zombie deer. Like, it's not conclusive. Or it's not... Fuck me. It's not conducive mm-hmm. to being human. So why couldn't, like, if aliens have the capacity to die and they have the capacity to be reanimated, then why wouldn't they be zombies?
1: Okay. I have one final technically debate then. Incredible. I will start by saying this is about The Last of Us. Oh (laughs) boy. Here come the waterworks. The directors did a podcast, and in the podcast they say, they confirm this. That the zombies are not reanimated corpses. They're still alive. So the fungus has infected the people while they were alive and just Mm -hmm. taken control of them Mm -hmm. and used them as like a host body. Are they Mm -hmm. zombies? They didn't die. No. So they're not reanimated. Mm -hmm. They're not technically going around eating brains. The person inside is still there. They just have no control over their limbs. So they do have the intelligence. So. That's why you can hear some of them screaming and Mm. crying. Because Mm. the person inside doesn't want
0: to be chasing people down. And killing them. That's why I think they don't have the full intelligence though. Because they're cognizant of the fact that they're doing it. But they're not the ones doing it. It's the fungus that's doing it.
1: Because it's like controlling their like part of the the nervous system in their brain yeah
0: so they're not making a conscious but they're not making a conscious no because they're (laughs) let me finish my fucking sentence. they're not the ones making the conscious decision to attack like they don't have that control okay so it's not an intelligent what i was gonna say is i don't necessarily consider them zombies because i don't even think the creators of the last of us consider it zombies because it is a fungus Mm -hmm. and i think that's supposed to be the scary part of it is that It's not the reanimation of a corpse. It's not this general consensus that zombies don't feel anything in there, just the undead. It's the fact that you can still be alive and feel all of the pain and see all of the terrible things that you're doing, but have no control over your own body. So with that being said,
1: (laughs) we decided to do a three-part series on zombies on a show that doesn't have real zombies in it.
0: Correct. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Because, well, I think they're zombie-like, definitely. Mm -hmm. Because if they weren't, no one would consider it a zombie show. Yeah. But if you look at how they're being controlled and, like, even, like, compare it to another program that has similar fast-moving zombies. Think about 28 Days Later. I know you haven't seen it, but, like, in my head, Mm -hmm. the zombies in 28 Days Later, you can tell that they don't have the intelligence. They don't have any sort of capacity to feel pain. They, like, none of that is there. Whereas with The Last of Us, there's so many close-up shots of the zombies where you can still see the human qualities in their eyes. hmm Given that their eyes have not been turned into mushrooms. <laughs> but, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, um and like I said, I think that's what makes it even more scary is that they're not zombies they're cordyceps it's something completely (laughs) natural that could absolutely have the potential to happen um and it would be of no fault of anyone's because it's a natural occurrence and there's nothing we can do to stop it so i think that's almost freakier than if it was like a brain-eating zombie it's just a human who can feel the pain feel the fear but is completely powerless to stop it. That was wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank oh. you. Thank you. Thank you for thanking me. You're welcome.
1: Yep. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess my next point, you led us beautifully into the topic. Nature <laughs> and zombies. Oh boy. All right, class, turn to chapter four. Um, Ugh. I'm not going to pronounce any of these correct but i'm going to talk about about zombies in nature if you are curious about these um funguses and zombie like creatures just look it up yourself i can't tell you how to spell (laughs) it or Uh, actually fuck
0: you guys you can figure it out for yourself
1: um just just try i can't help (laughs) um so first and foremost honorable mentions Bears who go into hibernation, not zombies, frogs going into hibernation, hearts slowing down to the stopping point.
0: Thank you. Can I just say, Mm -hmm. because this is, I- Are they zombies? Is that what you're going to say? No. I'm going to talk about bears versus frogs. Okay. (laughs) Welcome to Creeps and Coffee. This is a very important discussion. Yeah, we're talking about bears. (laughs) Biologically speaking, bears do not hibernate. True. Why did they lie to us? Because it's easier to explain, like, it's easier to tell kids that they're hibernating than it is to explain the biological, biological necessities of Like, bears don't actually go to sleep for, like, six months. Even if they, like, they go to sleep for a long time, but they stay in their caves, they have enough food stored up. Yeah. The genuine definition of hibernation is what, like, a tree frog does, where, like Jamie said, yeah. they, their heart slows down to the point where there's no viable signs of life, essentially, mm-hmm. and then they are basically reanimated.
1: Yeah, they get, like, frozen into ice. And then in the spring they pop up and they're like,
0: woo, what a refreshing nap. That is hibernation. That does not happen to bears. Nobody's going to be afraid to wake up a tree frog during hibernation (laughs) because, first of all, it's a tree frog, and it's not going to be woken up unless it gets, like, unfrozen. Yeah. But I sure as shit would be terrified to wake up a bear during this supposed hibernation because it has the capability of waking up and being pissed that you woke it up.
1: Yeah. Anyway. it's also a giant two hundred pound bear, four hundred. I, I don't, I don't know, know how heavy bears are.
0: I want to snuggle also, so bad. There's
1: a new movie that came out called Cocaine Bear, um, based it's on about a, a true bear story. that goes on cocaine. What?
0: Yeah, it's based on a true story about a bear that ate a shit ton of cocaine.
1: <laughs> I thought I'm gonna need to watch that now. I thought someone was just like, here's a stupid movie idea that'll make people watch.
0: Okay. <laughs> a bunch of cocaine that was dropped by drug smugglers in Tennessee. Oh my god. And then the bear obviously ate it, went on a fucking rampage, and then they found it dead of like a, pretty much an overdose in northern oh. Georgia. And then oh. they taxidermied it and displayed it at a mall in Kentucky. Oh my god, they named it.
1: What's its name?
0: Pablo Escobar. <sighs> That's the best thing I've ever heard in my life.
1: I was gonna cut this out, but I think that I no, think Pablo I think deserves to be left in now. Pablo Thank you for your sacrifice, Pablo. <laughs> and now we're gonna talk about parasites. Okay. Were you done with your frog bear?
0: Yes. Sorry. Conversation. Okay. Not a not a necessary uh, addition to the conversation, but okay. Important to me.
1: <laughs> yeah. If it matters to you, it, matters to me. Thank you. Um. So. I want to talk about some parasites. Uh, Amazing. So there is a flatworm called Leucochloridium paradoxum. Okay. Which is considered a scourge of North America um, and Europe as it, is a zombif- it zombifies snails, essentially.
0: That's basically like the thing I was talking about with the ants. Yeah, but I'll sense.
1: explain the answer. The answer yeah. to the next one. Come on, they're cordyceps, the fungus. Fuck You know,
0: and uh, like bugs are creepy enough as it is. Like, why do you, why you gotta you gotta make it worse?
1: But this flatworm, Paradoxum. I'm Not gonna say the full name again because yep. I don't think I physically can. Uh, they get their their droppings in the the bird poop, and then the snails eat the droppings, and then get, right. like, infected. And once the eggs of the parasite are inside the snail's body, the, worm, the worms infest the eye stalks of the snails, <clears throat> turning them into brightly colored pulsating organ tentacles mm. that attract birds to repeat the cycle. Then the birds eat the infested snail, the parasites reproduce...
0: That's kind of Birds smart, actually. Poop.
1: But that's messed up. It's absolutely messed up. Could you but... imagine being a human and no. the the parasite inside you just no. pops tentacles out of your eyes?
0: No, I don't um, actually want to imagine that at all. No. But it is fascinating. <laughs> yeah. Uh... Like I gotta give I gotta give some props to the parasite because it's creative. That's a that's a pretty it's a pretty solid way of continuing the cycle. Yeah. It was
1: yeah it's messed up I, I was like, oh my god
0: I hate it yeah, but I gotta give gotta give some cred to the parasite there <laughs> yeah
1: and um and now we'll talk about like the regular last of us the cordyceps there is, is that is that like the ants it's just cordyceps in general great they they do in 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 host invest in infest <laughs> Ants. One more time. <laughs> Ants. Um, but this... The cordyceps fungus as, like, a species are called, quote-unquote, zombie masters. Right. Um, and there's a specific genus called Ophiocordyceps. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, <laughs> if that's say how you it. say it. <laughs> uh, and their victims are the carpenter ant in the mm. jungles of Thailand. And... This is probably the one you were talking about? I think so. Yeah. Uh, so once the fungus invades the poor ant's bodies, uh, it's too late. You can't cut off a limb. <laughs> it's you can't late. save them. You're dead. Um, the fungus spreads through the host. They're completely unaware of this happening. And this parasite can also affect different athropods. Is that supposed to be anthropods?
0: Arthropods.
1: Arthropods, including butterflies and cockroaches.
0: See, cockroaches are already creepy enough, man. Yeah. Why they True. gotta be zombies? Not the zombie cockroaches. God, they already don't die. True.
1: <laughs> Different debate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but these poor ants completely lose their ability to control their own behavior. Um, thanks to this fungus. And then, just before dying, the infected body, the zombie, grasps a perch as the fungus erupts. Which, if you've seen The Last of Us, like, spores erupting. They have to wear gas masks. It's not my mm-hmm. show. Um, but the, the poor ant explodes, essentially, releasing...
0: Wow. More spores. From the back of their head. Oh, yeah. okay.
1: It to rain down spores, so they go up high on a perch, they explode, and it rains down spores on the unsuspecting other ants below, starting the cycle again.
0: Do you think ants are scared of that? Like, do you think they realize that there's, like, an ant zombie apocalypse happening? Probably. We just don't know that they know. (laughs) When
1: they die, these infected zombie ants, they leave ant graveyards which are essentially the fungus-infested husks are all across the floor of the forest, and with the right humidity and temperature, it allows the fungus to thrive in the dead bodies as well. Yeah. That's nasty. It is possible that zombie-style parasitism Mm -hmm. between funguses and their hosts Goes all the way back to the Cretaceous period. That's a long time ago. Yeah, but I googled it. Zombie <laughs> dinosaurs. Go- not a lot of, <laughs> not a lot of research has been done on that.
0: You guys don't worry. Jamie googled it.
1: Yeah, zombie dinosaurs. Not,
0: not a fear like, that you should have.
1: Th- there wasn't a lot of them, um, or any that we know. <laughs> I was gonna of. say,
0: but there were some.
1: We don't know. Maybe. That's Probably fair. not, but maybe.
0: Never say but, never.
1: The fungus doesn't actually do, like, what a lot of zombies movies say, and it, like, it doesn't in- infect the brain itself. It it's controls just the nervous system. Like, the nervous system, uh, but it may never actually enter the actual cranial cavity. So your skull never needs to be, like, invaded. Exposed. Yeah, Ooh, it could just word. go to your, like, spine or your neck. Yeah. Why is that
0: more unsettling? Yeah, it's definitely... Like, I don't Not. like the thought of my brain having something in it, but the thought of something, like, in my spot... Yeah. No. Nope. Yeah.
1: yeah, no. Um. But so yeah. I don't like that. Uh, and sti- scientists. Scientists? I, I don't sound intelligent, but I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> um, the scientists are <laughs> discovering. <laughs> the scientists are, unfortunately, just beginning to study the host and the species and how they're able to occupy the same body, and how the fungus takes control. They're just starting to understand and learn about it. You know what, though? So if the Last of Us kind of thing comes about, we're screwed.
0: You know what, though? And I'm not saying this in a positive, like a super positive way, but I will say, from a psychological standpoint, that's kind of an interesting research thing to look into, because we already barely understand the human brain as it is. Yeah. There's lots of like obviously we've got the unconscious bias. We've got the subconscious thoughts and behaviors, all of that mm-hmm. stuff. And it's interesting to think about how that would be affected when there's sort of two consciousnesses in one body. Yeah. I mean, it's like It'd be terrifying. Weirdly enough, it's I feel like it would be very similar research to stuff that we look at with like dissociative identity disorder. I was just
1: thinking, yeah.
0: But obviously very different, but Sort of that same general idea of, like, multiple physical and Mm -hmm. mental experiences in one host.
1: Yeah. They're also studying because, like, they're doing research on the chemical signals that alter the, Mm -hmm. the behavior and the appearance. And they're also trying to figure out, like, how the fungus and these other parasites are able to manipulate brain chemicals. Right. I don't like that. That sounds like you have to be, like, a really advanced species... To be able to manipulate brain chemicals, we have to do that with drugs.
0: Are these parasites aliens? Next episode. We like do a it. six part on aliens.
1: Listen, it. It's we've done th- three episodes on <laughs> zombies. I don't think we can do four.
0: The thought of it not being a monster, is, almost scarier than the typical zombie that we would think about, because like I said, it's out of our control, it's a part of nature, and it's like any other part of nature that sort of has more power than we do. It puts into perspective, like, how weak we as a species really are. Um, I think humans are very used to being, like, the primary species and not taking shit from anybody, but when we are hit with the reality that, like, it's not just us, it's not, like, Not everything is fully in our power, in our control. It's really unsettling. So in the same sense that, like, I would be terrified of something like a tornado or a tsunami or a hurricane. Because those things are completely natural, but out of our control and cause major destruction. I'm equally as afraid of cordyceps. (laughs) Because it's a natural process that we have no idea. It could be something as simple as maintaining our routine. Like ants or snails eating bird poop. Like, something that you think sustains your life could be the thing that ends it. Oof. Heavy. (laughs) Boomtown.
1: And so then, that pretty much sums up everything besides gushing about The Last of Us, for me.
0: (laughs) I don't think um, I've cried harder at a TV show in a long time than I did at episode 3 uh and i'm really mad about it actually because mm-hmm. like i said i started watching this show because i thought it was going to be zombies and instead i got a very emotional love story that tore my heart break o- just love just really destroyed my emotions
1: yeah
0: and i still haven't recovered like can you guys hear my voice right now <laughs> like i have not stopped crying <laughs> But, like, they were
1: getting flack from these people who, like, you were just like, oh, yeah, a zombie show, and started watching, who were then like, oh, I don't want to see two men kiss. Like, can you just enjoy the show, please?
0: Like, yeah, just for fuck's sake. They do a fucking great job of making it emotional,
1: okay? Yeah, you know, like, leave I... the homophobia behind. It's the zombie apocalypse. If they were lucky to find someone to be happy with,
0: Exactly. Let Exactly,
1: I was also impressed because have you seen the playthrough of the the games?
0: The first one, but not the second one. The first one,
1: I thought they did a really good job at mixing like gameplay elements with new things like mm-hmm. Bill and Frank. Um, well, that's that's what I was saying people about entertained.
0: Yeah, that's what I was saying about like in the last episode. Like, I think they do an incredible job of. Keeping the reality of... Reality. The, like, likeliness of... I can't talk. The likeness is what I was going Mm -hmm. for. They do a really good job of keeping the likeness of the gameplay and, like, keeping original dialogue that's integral to the story. Yes. Like, keeping characters and their personalities. But, like you just said, like, they give you that little bit extra that makes it feel like, okay, well, I'm not just watching a shot-by-shot remake of gameplay that I've seen. Even, like, I think it was episode two. I was watching like a side by side of the gameplay and it mm-hmm. like Joel's gun getting stuck in the holster as if it would when you were a player, like trying to yeah. do your thing fast enough. Yeah. Like it's just they do it so well where it keeps you captivated and you can like you can share in your experience with it, but also get something new.
1: You're like it. they do it also well, like in episode five. There's one sequence where Joel is doing a shooting scene, like, to a T, like the game. Mm -hmm. But you're not just watching him shooting the whole time. Mm -hmm. You get to cut to the other characters because it's not like a first-person shooter game. Yeah, you get that different experience. Which adds so much more. Because I can recognize this is from this part of the game, Mm -hmm. but also I can still be invested in it. Kudos to them for making a zombie show that balances like human politics and stuff well (laughs) with like the quote unquote zombies because we determine they're not zombies but i'll just keep calling them zombies zombie like Um, creatures yeah this one i can watch this show late at night Mm -hmm. and i'm not left with nightmares of zombies i'm left with thoughts about the humans and the zombie creatures
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, well it's like you said it's a solid balance between how we think people would actually be reacting in a situation like this and it's not like it's a fresh apocalypse either either like it's like 20 years that they've been dealing with it yeah so you get to see sort of how
1: new and fresh and different because usually you get like the the very beginning
0: yeah watching people panic yeah but you get to see a unique perspective on it which i really Mm -hmm. enjoy and i also really like that like it's not just a
1: zombie show for the sake (laughs) of Uh, zombies it's not meant to be scary it's actually not a horror thing there's a lesson to learn Mm -hmm. once the whole series is done once each season is done after each episode i'm left thinking about my emotions i'm left thinking about relationships
0: we were left we were left thinking about it so much that we made a three-part episode (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) but i didn't i don't get that with like
1: zombies i don't get that with Mm. 28 weeks later Mm -hmm. i don't get that with train to busan Um, no i agree which is impressive to me
0: yeah it's a completely different experience
1: Uh, and the last thing i'll add with that is mm. this came out i believe in like 2013 the game they essentially predicted COVID, because the intro sequence Mm. to the video game literally says oh my god, like, we're declaring a national emergency, there's a pandemic, like, everybody needs to start wearing masks, like, people are burning bodies, people are dying. And And triggered. I started watching it because I was bored in 2020, March. Uh, And as I was watching it, I was like, um,
0: this is Uh, happening right now. Maybe I should not do this right now. So, yeah, it was definitely triggering for me. I will just Mm -hmm. say that. Well, I think that's, and that's credit to the game writers as well. Like, Mm -hmm. when you understand human qualities and human interactions so well, you can do stuff like that without, like, guarantee. Obviously, it's not like, oh, they knew that COVID was going to happen. But when you understand human behavior and, like, the lack of compassion and, like, what you can predict is going to happen, it -hmm. makes it so much more realistic. And in all likelihood, it's going to mirror what society or how society is going to react so i think that it really speaks to the talent of the writers and the art directors and all of that sort of team because they clearly understood humanity Mm -hmm. because it's pretty shit (laughs) yeah also shout out to my friend ruby who was on the art team for the show you did amazing she did even though her name is not in the credits anywhere. Why? And I was mad about it. Um, HBO. Yeah, what the Excuse fuck, me? HBO? Hello? Get on that. Yeah.
1: Nobody from anyway. HBO is listening to us. No,
0: of course not. Absolutely not. I don't even think Ruby's listening. Ruby. <laughs> but no, I think, yeah. I think um, you guys are probably very sick of us <laughs> talking about zombies. Yeah, are are you zombied out yet? Because we're not. Join us next week for part four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're kidding. We're done. Yeah, that was a joke. I'm so... I, we're, I promise. <laughs> but I actually really enjoyed talking about zombies this much. I figured. I'm happy I got the chance to... to hear your side of things, too.
1: Thanks. Yeah. It was mostly just me asking you questions, because I knew my answers, but I didn't know if anyone else agreed with me.
0: That's fair. Well... Thank you guys for joining us on our zombie journey. You've dealt with Hauntings 101. So this is the conclusion of our semester in uh, Zombies 202. Yeah. <laughs> the, the advanced a, class. The end of an era. End of an era. You guys are probably saying Until thank Until the God. next season comes out and then... <laughs> exactly. And then we're going to have so much more to say. <laughs> No, we we really enjoyed this episode, and we hope you guys did, too. Yeah. And we would love to hear your thoughts on zombies.
1: And also, if you're going to leave a review saying we talk too much, this is not the show for you. (laughs) It is a podcast, and in podcasts, uh, we talk
0: about things. (laughs) Shocker, I know. Um, Yeah. But no, we we genuinely would love to hear your thoughts and your opinions, but we've had... uh, I'm
1: just kidding.
0: <laughs> no, we've had some a one not so savory email from someone who probably should not have been contacting the show. Um, yeah, just um, we'd, we'd love to hear actual opinions. Thank you for <laughs> thank you for listening. If you would like to email the show uh, and tell us about zombies or to tell us to never talk about zombies again, which is fair, <laughs> you can get in touch with us at creepsandcoffee at gmail.com. You can send us a message on Twitter or on Instagram at Creeps and Coffee. And if you would like to help support the show and help us fuel our caffeine-induced recording sessions, you can support us over at our Buy Me a Coffee page, which is buymeacoffee.com/creepsandcoffee. And yeah, well, I promise Perfect. we'll shut up now. Uh, Bye-bye. Uh, Bye-bye. I love you. Creeps and Coffee is produced and edited by us, Kate and Jane. Our theme music is Stuck in a Hole by Dated. For more information on where to find them, check out the link in our show notes. And to connect with us, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Creeps and Coffee.